This is Annie Stevens Gleason, Minister for Worship and Incorporation at the Episcopal Church of the Redeemer in Cincinnati, Ohio, and I'd like to welcome you to our worship podcast. Greetings and good evening. This is Reverend Gary Lubin serving as deacon with the Episcopal Church of the Redeemer in Cincinnati, Ohio. Welcome to our daily devotion in the early evening for individuals and families, which can be found on page 139 of the Book of Common Prayer. Please take special note that today we celebrate the feast day of St. John, Apostle and Evangelist. And today's reading is from John chapter 13, verses 20 through 35. Now, let us begin our worship together. O gracious light, pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices. O Son of God, O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. A reading from the Gospel according to John. Very truly, I tell you, whoever receives one whom I send receives me, and whoever receives me receives him who sent me. After saying this, Jesus was troubled in spirit and declared, Very truly, I tell you, one of you will betray me. The disciples looked at one another, uncertain of whom he was speaking. One of his disciples, the one whom Jesus loved, was reclining close to his heart. Simon Peter therefore motioned to him to ask Jesus of whom he was speaking. So, while reclining next to Jesus, he asked him, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered, It is the one to whom I give this piece of bread when I have dipped it in the dish. So when he had dipped the piece of bread, he gave it to Judas, son of Simon Iscariot. After he received the piece of bread, Satan entered into him. Jesus said to him, Do quickly what you are going to do. Now, no one knew why he said this to him. Some thought that because Judas had the common purse, Jesus was telling him, buy what we need for the festival, or that he should give something to the poor. So after receiving the piece of bread, he immediately went out, and it was night. When he had gone out, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and I said to the Jews, so now I say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another, just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. 
the Gospel of our Lord. Good evening. Merry Christmas. Well, I think anyway, Merry Christmas. Let me double check. Yes, it is indeed the 27th of December. Still Christmas. You know, I did a double take when I first saw the reading for today from the Daily Office. It has little or nothing at all of a direct nature to do with Christmas. It shook me out of that warm and fuzzy Christmas mood I was in. Maybe it was supposed to, huh? However, it is an interesting observation that Christmas time is all about the birth of a special human baby to a very special mom under very special circumstances and the very beginnings of Jesus' life with us here on earth. Whereas today's reading pertains to the death of that now same grown human person and very last week of Jesus' life with us here on earth. And Mary was there too as she was throughout the life of Jesus, the entire life of Jesus. And another oddity, today's reading was specifically selected for this day on which we celebrate the feast day of St. John the Apostle and Evangelist. Yet John is not directly mentioned by name we know he is present with all of the other disciples at the Last Supper, which is the setting of the reading. And verses 23, 24, and 25 do infer that it is St. John the disciple sitting right next to Jesus, as it says, the one whom Jesus loved, who is close to his heart. That is to say, they are seated next to each other within earshot of a whisper. And that being said, on the other side of John sits Simon Peter, who is named, and who motions to John to ask Jesus which one of them is the betrayer. So, the beloved disciple plain and simply asks Jesus, Lord, who is it? While thinking to himself, I'm sure, I would imagine, deny Jesus? Not me, I, I sure hope not. And as does, I'm sure, Peter, who later does deny Jesus three times, nor do any of the others who also deny Jesus by blowing the joint, hightailing it on the day of crucifixion. And poor Judas is also named. Judas is a mystery to me. I wonder if Judas really knows what's going on, what's coming down. I say this because we are told Satan entered into Judas as he received the bread. Did the devil indeed make him do it? It occurs to me that the only disciples who are named in today's lesson are the really big players in the last events of Jesus' earthly life, but in a bad way. And as it turns out, John is the only disciple, it would seem, who did not run and instead stayed at the cross with Jesus, with the women there. Now it was the Last Supper at Passover, not Christmas at all. As an example to them of servanthood, Jesus washes the dusty feet of all of the disciples. 
But after getting his feet washed too, Judas eats and runs, getting them all dusty again by going it alone, becoming separated from the fellowship, making his way into the night, a dark night of his soul. Knowing what's coming down and out of that impending darkness, not only for him, but also the 11 who are still there, Jesus says, I give you a new commandment that you love one another just as I have loved you. You also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Stick together. Be a community of love. In his ministry, Jesus has said so and acted in love a thousand times and seven times a thousand times and 70 times a thousand times over and over and over again. In a word, love. Love is all there is and love is all you need. Fulfilling and not just a sappy kind of love, but an abiding love, a sacrificial love a love-that-binds kind of love. Jesus further entreats that they not let their hearts be troubled and to believe. He shares with them that he is going away to prepare a place for them and for us, by the way, and also for Judas, methinks. As Jesus continues to say farewell, he describes his impending death, very imminent bodily departure, but to somewhere which transcends the physical limitations of being human. Jesus assures them of continued presence through a paraclete, a counselor, a comforter, or advocate, her, the Holy Spirit, to guide them and us on the steady path of truth, the way of love which plays out as grace, mercy, justice, peace. Jesus emphasizes his departure is not an occasion of sorrow, but cause for joy. The reason, I think, so long as he is bound within his body of flesh and blood, he is limited by time and space, just like the rest of us. His resurrection and ascension assure us of an omnipresence transcending time and place. If we can get our heads around that and our hearts around that, a divine presence to those and for those who are his own, which is really everybody in my opinion. Wherever they may be and whenever they may be, in fact, forever and everywhere. And in the meantime, in this present time and place, we have the Holy Spirit to guide us, comfort us, teach us, and remind us of Jesus' embodiment and message of love. Love one another. There can be nothing better than that, second to none, and you can bet your life on it. So, Merry Christmas, folks. Amen. And now a reading from the second letter of Paul to the Corinthians. It is not ourselves that we proclaim. We proclaim Christ Jesus as Lord and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. For the same God who said, out of darkness let light shine, has caused his light to shine within us, to give the light of revelation 
the revelation of the glory of God in the face of Christ Jesus. Let us now say together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And now pray the collect in celebration of St. John the Evangelist. Shed upon your church, O Lord, the brightness of your light that we, being illumined by the teaching of your apostle and evangelist John, may so walk in the light of your truth that at length we may attain to the fullness of eternal life. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Now let us take some time pausing our worship together if we'd like to do that to offer up our prayers of intercession, thanksgiving, and praise for the world, for the church, for our national life, for the social and natural orders, for family and personal life, and in particular for those who are suffering and those who have died. Let us now pray the colic for the human family, which is found on page 815 of the Book of Common Prayer. O God, you made us in your own image and redeemed us through Jesus, your Son. Look with compassion on the whole human family. Take away the arrogance and hatred which infect our hearts. Break down the walls that separate us, unite us in bonds of love, and work through our struggle and confusion to accomplish your purposes on earth, that in your good time, all nations, all peoples of the earth, the one human family may serve you in harmony around your heavenly throne. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And now let us pray the collect for the social order and social justice from page 823. Grant, O God, that your holy and life-giving spirit may so move every human heart and especially the hearts of the people of this land that barriers which may divide us may crumble, suspicions disappear, and hatred cease, that our divisions being healed, we may live in justice and peace through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us pray the concluding collect from page 139 of the Book of Common Prayer. Lord Jesus, stay with us, for evening is at hand and the day is past. Be your companion in the way, kindle our hearts and awaken hope, that we may know you as you are revealed in Scripture and in the breaking of bread. Grant this for the sake of your love. Amen. Now go into the world in peace, hope, and joy to seek and serve God, being and doing God's grace, mercy, and justice. Do everything in love.